From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hello and welcome to episode 13. Hi. Uh, the last episode for this season. Season finale. Um, yeah, but worry not, fret not. We're gathering our creative juices yes. together. So putting it some, all in a jar. Yeah, and then bring you some fresh content for the next season. <laughs> exactly. So right. we'll be back. We'll miss you guys. But yeah, um, hopefully. So sad. You know, this is not free period for you. You're supposed to go back and catch up on all the episodes you've missed in the interim and tell your so friends that, and tell your and friends your everybody is like an unofficial marketing um agent for for the next two months or yes. so please and thank you thank you <laughs> and with that we'll go straight into the news do you actually wanna... before we do yes, that yes, how yes. do you feel right now like we've successfully completed an entire season 13 episodes actually feel great i think we've put out a lot of interesting content we've got some amazing amazing feedback so i'm feeling actually quite positive for the I next season too. as well i so am I'm, I'm, i think I'm happy. i feel like this is not going to be a nine day wonder kind nope. of thing nope. okay so i have to, to interrupt here and say so right. my cousin is in the studio today she's yes. sitting in hi sissy hello and i just have to say she's like seriously creeping me out she's like staring <laughs> yeah, dead in my nostrils <laughs> <laughs> you just, look away you just told you i don't look away don't look her in the eyes if you hypnotize so yeah anyways hi c i love you thanks for being here <laughs> okay so let's hop in all right uh, do you want me to go first yeah oh, okay sure so in the news in nigeria and by the way, before I go on, some oh of God. you are... S- is this another saying- overlap? Is it? Uh-oh. Is it by the way, it- some of you don't know this, but each of our episodes, we each pick our topics, and we don't know what the other person is going to talk about yeah. until we actually get, get in here. here. Yeah. And that's why half the time I'm laughing like a lunatic. Yeah, because we really I'm don't know. Mm. genuinely hearing these stories for the first time in here. Exactly. So, and like last week I said, we managed to avoid overlap. Mm. That's fine. I'm wondering if this is another Uh-oh. overlap. But here we go. Let, yeah, me, no, let we'll me listen. <laughs> so I was saying in Nigeria. But before I get to the story, I just want to say a lot of people, I, I keep hearing a lot of people say that, oh, Nigeria is our neighbor. Actually, no. There are two countries between <laughs> us and Nigeria. So when you're saying Nigeria is our neighbor. Relative. No. Relative not, neighbor. Not really. But people actually mean that. Like, yeah, Nigeria is next just, door. You know, next no, door. yeah. There's Come a whole on. Togo and a whole Benin in between. Mm. <laughs> Let's go do some geography for the weekend. <laughs> anyway, so back to the story. In Nigeria, a sales clerk is, a, is on suspension because... Um, she claimed that a snake... Oh, God. Is okay, that's my what the F. Oh, that was going to be my what the F. But then I said, you know what? I'm going to put it in the news. Right. So, overlap again. I know. This but go so ahead. Much. I'm sure there's some blanks I can fill okay. in when I get there. All right. So, said the snake had eaten 36 million naira, which is about, I think, $100,000. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know how Twitter is. Somebody jumped on it, made an account. Oh, yes, there's a snake, snake account. account. Oh, it's so humorous. It's so funny. <laughs> Throwing shade. Clapping back at people. I know. The snake is going it's, off. It's funny. It's really, really funny. <laughs> and then sometime this week or last, uh, the senator of Kaduna, yes, Senator Sunny, Sunny mm-hmm. yes, went to the, to the jump office, which is the joint... Admissions and Matriculation Board Office yes. with snake, anti-snake venom and, and snake a snake charm, charm and snake charmers. Like, are we a 
actually serious. I thought it was I'm, a spoof. No, I didn't think it was genu- true. So I was like, so is he just grandstanding or what is he actually trying to do? Like, this is a very serious issue. I think maybe he just wanted some attention. He wanted to be so. in the news. I find it very So upset. it's like he doesn't seem to. J- and first of all, he's not the senator for that state. Mm. He's from a different. He's from Kaduna. Kaduna state, yeah, he's from and this happened in Benue State. Mm, mm. So he just took it upon himself to get his driver and entourage just, to drive down there and actually stopped to get snake charmers from his hometown or whatever to come there. And I was like, okay, but what about the missing money? I think he's, he's actually he's making a mockery of this whole thing. I mean, it's all right and Everybody fun. Everybody is, actually. If if t- there's a snake on Twitter throwing a bit of a, of, you know, making, a, making it seem like a bit of a joke, which is okay. But then for a senator to actually go do that, I and find participate. that... And participate. Yeah, I think, mm. I think it's crazy. And the other thing I wanted to say is that the person who's been accused of, of embezzling this money, really, it shows you how people think. They think you can say something outrageous and Africans that we, I will believe it that okay mm. actually a spiritual snake stole the money so you know what we're just <laughs> going we to leave it like that. Yeah, we're just going to leave it like that. But apparently okay. they are investigating uh, investigating the case. No. It's ridiculous. And that's my in the news. Okay. Really. I just kept it short. So, so that's so that you, come back yeah, so that you can yeah. also go All back right. to that. Yeah. So my in the news and I'm going to try and remain calm and level headed as Uh-oh. I discuss this. But <laughs> Um, in the news, okay, so a headline on Joy FM read. Ay, 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 ay. Don't tell me sugar. Dip. Yes, oh, girl. We are go- let's goodness. go there yeah, once and for <laughs> all. I don't want to ever have to talk about this again. Yep, yep. Sugar Dem prepares free feast for men on Valentine's Day. Now, I thought everybody and their mama at this point knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. But then I got a call from one of my friends in Canada and he's like, ah, why is everybody in Ghana talking about cooking? What's going on? Like, what's the story? Absurdity. So, you know, for <laughs> sorry, I just caught my cousin's eyes again. I'm going to have to look forward because. <laughs> um, so let me try and give you some backstory. So there is a. Ghanaian feminist advocacy group called Pepper Dem Ministries. Mm. Okay. Now, I can't remember. They formed fairly recently and they've been talking, you know, they've been on doing like social media um, advocacy yeah. mostly, and but they've been on radio as well. They had, actually, they had a men in heels walk as well. Oh, right. Things like that. Trying to bring attention to women's rights, um, consent, workplace sexism, mm. just general sexism. Um, you know, the good stuff, trying to dismantle the patriarchy one bit at a time Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I don't know whether I should say surprisingly, because I kind of knew this would happen. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But, I mean, they've been called everything but a child of God, as they say in the States. Either they're bitter single women Mm -hmm. or prostitutes. Prostitutes is a favorite. It's the go-to. Ashawa. These women um, who are who will die single they're out there trying to destroy people's marriages with their words blah 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 now at some point in their discussion they somebody got they they were talking about domestic labor because Mm -hmm. that is one you know pertinent topic when it comes to feminism Mm -hmm. right um gendered labor and domestic labor and that how those two things interplay and how women Mm -hmm. end up with a raw deal etc Now, so I I didn't listen to the particular conversation, but Mm. I'm pretty sure it went something like this, because this is the thing, that we our society is built on structures or on 
divisions of labor and right. gender assigned labor that no longer applies. Like mm-hmm. people go all the way back to hunter gatherer mm. societies. I'm like, is this the Stone Ages? Have we not discovered fire? Why do you want to? What do you mean hunter gatherer society? Or even then we jump into the 50s mm-hmm. and we have homemaker yeah. versus breadwinner, yeah. right? And I'm like, yes, okay. Then women were not in the workplace. This is what I say. Women had not entered the workplace en masse pre-World War II, if we want to put a number on it. Okay. So, yes, women were homemakers and they stayed at home, cared for the children, did the washing, cooking, cleaning, Mm -hmm. whilst their husbands, the breadwinners, went to work, Mm -hmm. brought in the financial income to support the family. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, Enough. actually. Fair enough. Now, one of these days, somewhere next season, we're going to get into another feminist topic which is the value of household labor. Mm -hmm. So the fact that actually you're a housewife does not mean anyone has the right to tell you that you don't do anything. You just stay at home all day. Do they know how much work that is? Because if we assign a market value to all the tasks women perform within the home, you might find that you generate more financial equivalent value of work Mm -hmm. than that husband of yours who is a civil servant earning 300 Ghana. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's for another day. That's for another day. (laughs) So... Here's the thing. In 2018, women, both women and men, are in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Both of them go to work. They get up at 6 a.m., go to their them. jobs, get home at the same 7.30 if you're lucky, 8 if there's traffic mm-hmm. kind of thing. So how then does the sole responsibility of household chores fall, fall on exclusively the on the how? woman when she contributes financially to the home as well? That is an unfair scenario, right? Very so selfish. Exactly. And so also, coupled with that is, is not even the fact that it's like you have men saying that you have, have to, to do it. Yeah, that's that is, I have a problem. You are a woman, and as a woman, you, you must cook. To. Now, let me tell you, it's not just men saying this. So there's this Enimwa Ado who is, I guess she's on Live FM or something, mm. and she came on Joy and said, I quote, when you look at a man in the kitchen <laughs> and a woman, you can see it comes naturally to a woman. In the male chef. Why do we fight it? Sheesh. I think that society has forced women to become more masculine than we need to be. I'm like, How was, what, what's that got to do so with So you are tying your femininity to your ability to cook and stuff. How 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 is this not a problem? So anyway, I think in the course of this discussion, somebody mm. was like, Ah, why? Is this supposed to be slavery? I think something mm. offhand like that. Mm. Like, mm. why should you you're there cook the it's not the in the th- the question I'm sorry, I promise to complete my <laughs> sentences and here I am. Mm. Have sentences everywhere. But it's a matter of choice. And that's what we're talking about here. The elimination of choice, where you are told you are obliged to do something, to do something yeah. as opposed to wanting to do that mm. thing. So now enter Sugar Dem. Now Sugar Dem is a reactionary group that is in, in response to Pepper Dem Ministries mm. who say, quote... Um, I will cook for you. Don't worry, men. We will cook for you, clean for you, wash your clothes, raise your kids, blah, blah, blah. And we'll lick them. What the F is that? And we'll lick them. Somebody went as far as to say, we'll debone your meat for you, etc., etc. So basically, peak pick right? Mm, now, the problem yeah, is I'm, here, mm. it's your classic straw man argument. Nobody actually said that if you 
cook in your home or anything like that, you yeah, are slave a slave. Or yeah. No mm-hmm. one said that. It's about choice. If that's what you love doing it's and so want right. to do, by all means, that's the entire thing. Feminism is only based on giving women options. That's the whole... If you want to break feminism down to one sentence, is women having options. And mm, I just was... So I just want to say that for, for those of you who think feminism is, is, is male bashing, you're, you're absolutely wrong. There, there, there's nothing about uh, feminism that, that screams male bashing. People think no. it's about male bashing. It's not. It's that you People, hate men and yeah, you're bitter. I like, mean, no. Most, this is not... First of all, feminism isn't even gendered. It's not <sighs> supposed to be. Men are... We In fact, we need more men to be feminists because they hold the social power anyway mm-hmm. and it's very difficult for us as women to get anywhere without the support of men unfortunately mm-hmm. so we need male allies and there are a lot of really great I mean the only thing that this thing has taught me is they are maybe 10%, maybe 5% of the men out there mm. that are actually very staunch and aware feminists. And shout out to all Listen, of you. I know a because, couple. I'm sorry, go mm, ahead. No, 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 no. I know a couple. I talked to them a couple of years back and they were telling me how they share like the house, the mm-hmm. household. Oh, I was so amazed. I was like, this is so beautiful. It's not rocket science. You know, all you have to do is play so to nice. your strengths. It's if you are a guy and you happen to be the better cook, by uh, all yeah, means, go I think, and cook. I think he cooks in this situation, if, I, if I'm not wrong. He cooks and if she does something it's so beautiful i, I mean somebody like, oh, actually this wrote is that actually this is how how we have lesbianism and homosexuality how is in our this society related to anything? because men are being forced to enter kitchen i was like are you mad aren't some of the best cooks in the in the world are Chefs, they not all the michelin five star they're all men People, and, you're and, just you not know. making sense you're just not making sense you know so anyway Sugar them <laughs> have taken their misguided whatever all the way world cup and now held an event where, um, as they say, professional women from all walks of life have gathered <sighs> here to cook free meals to show their love and appreciation for the men. Can you imagine? As though these men are under threat or something just food, like that. Just food? Just food? Like, really? That's, that's how you're going to... So shoot? if we can't get beyond cooking, how are we ever going to get a female president in this yeah, country? Or workplace, you know, your boss equality. being a mm. workplace equality. Yeah. Or even in parliament, equality. How? When... People genuinely feel that a woman should understand that her place is in the kitchen. Right. Or she must submit to her man and then be in the kitchen as instructed. Like, what is this? And like I said, it's not just men saying this. A lot of women believe that, too, which is, hey, I mean, it is what it is. But I just want to be clear here. I hope sugar them and they probably won't. (laughs) Nobody has said don't cook for your husband and if you or your children. And if you do, it is slavery. We are saying that you should have the option. And also, there shouldn't be a problem with him pitching in. I mean, mm. come on. Does this need to be said? And I'm, I'm just going to say that if and if you're a guy who really loves your wife, just assume that, okay, she's pregnant. She's still going to work. She comes back tired. She's cooking. She's doing everything. And then you're sitting back. And, and you're you really fine love, with that? Do you really love your you're wife? Fi- you have really? your feet up on, on a chair. You're watching football. And she's How? she's, How she's struggling fair? to get things done. And are when you, she's nagging, then you start complaining. Oh, why are you, nag- why are you, are you nagging so much? That, that's not fair. I don't know. It. It, but I'm, I'm surprised that people were still here, to be honest. We have I have a long know. way to go. I didn't know this is where we are, but unfortunately, apparently it is. And then anyway. the arguments that... Oh, no. um, I, I mean, when you comment more than twice, then they'll tell you. I mean, they told me I'm mad. I mean, nobody went as far as call me a prostitute because then I'd have burnt no. the whole Facebook <laughs> down. But like, <laughs> it's insane, I tell you. It really and is. some of the people you sat in class with and things like that, like you'd be very surprised to see how they think. I'm just, I always make a mental note. I was like, mm, 
Yeah, I know, right? You see that comment and you're like, okay, this one is... Mm, exactly. Yeah, you know, like, it's a okay, bit shocking. It's a bit shocking. But here we are. So anyway, Sugar Dam held a Valentine's feast. Women were not invited to come in Nito. Imagine you, you, you could only see? Can you Can you imagine? You see? could only come there to cook. You couldn't eat some. No, nah, <laughs> that, that, that cannot be me. So I said, mm-hmm. oh, I should have just got some male friend with a plastic container in his jacket. <laughs> you know. <laughs> to go there and do takeaway and come and I'll eat it in, in my office. And I'll say, oh, thank you, sugar down. I probably couldn't cook well either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shay. Uh, oh, Shay. I can do that because I can Here's cook. Here's the thing. It's like, I can cook too. You know, like, I'm actually like, I throw a bomb down, ass. Like, I can make French cuisine. I can do <laughs> Jamaican food. I can do Ghanaian food. Yeah. I can do continental dishes. Same here. But the minute so, you say you have to, I'm like, bye. Oh, you you'd be drinking, going, Gary. Eh. <laughs> you better be familiar with your quenche and yam salad because you were here now <sighs> from that point on. Anyway, right. so yeah, moving on. Okay. I don't, I'm not even, you know, it makes you feel like some militant feminist. I actually know some militant feminists. Mm-hmm. I went to school with them. The right. ones that would not wear a bra mm-hmm. because a bra is a symbol of the patriarchy oh, or whatever it okay. is, who would not shave because they want to reject, um, what is it mm. uh, standards of beauty and stuff uh-huh. things like that like that's actual militant feminism and I feel like this is basic and I'm stuff. no I'm just like it should be fair can we get some fairness that's all I want can we get some logic and fairness yeah, in the system people don't want that no. Anyway, so moving on. Sorry, I'm I'm rambling. <laughs> That's but okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So on to song of the week. Um. So I wanted actually to talk about Justin Timberlake. So oh. I listened to his album. I was like, oh, actually, I usually like JT, and then I listened to the album, and I was I was just so disappointed. You know, a lot because I was oh. wondering if. People were just being extra no, hard on really, him. No, it's, it's really terrible. For me, all the, at some point, I just started thinking of circus music. Hmm. It was it was just so bizarre. Like You, you can't really make out where the music... He was going. I don't know. It was really, really, really bizarre. And I said, you know what? I, I don't think I can, I can review any of the songs on this. So we'll leave Justin Timberlake and his circus music. <laughs> and uh, I'll talk about three songs... The first one is from Praise, and it's called Rich and Famous. Uh, and this oh, is from I know 20, that song. Yeah, it's a beautiful because song. Because you it? put me on to Praise. Oh, I actually. did? Yes. I don't remember. Wasn't it you? Wasn't Maybe, it you on MCM? I, That's you, Eddie. Oh, yeah. Must have been me. Must have been me. <laughs> so Praise, Rich and Famous is a beautiful yes, song. It's I old, but song. yeah. The second song is a song called Hapo Zamani by a Kenyan group called Ilani. Mm. So last week, after you talked about Soti So, I was like, I actually know a Kenyan group. And mm. shout out to my in-law who put me on this group. Ah. Yeah, so the song is called Hapo Zamani and it's a trio. And they're really beautiful as well. Beautiful song. Um, the song starts off sort of like up-tempo and then there's a transition where it goes like really slow. Mm. And that's, it's so dope. It's something definitely to listen to. And the third song is by Frank Ocean. I heard oh. it this... I think it came out today or yesterday. Really? He's yeah. got a new song out. Mm, called Moon River. Mellow, chill song. Is it the sad. classic song? Is it the what? Oh no, that Moon River. Mm, yeah, I think it's sort of. He did a cover I of that. I think I'm not even too sure. Let me not lie here. But then it's <laughs> the song's called Moon River because mm. when he started singing, I thought I heard that in the song, mm. so it could it could be that. And it's also a beautiful song. So those are my three: and Praise, Rich and Famous, Ilani, Hapo Zamani, and Frank Ocean, Moon River. Nice. nice no nice. Justin Timberlake. No <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Although, if you do want some Justin Timberlake, listen to Future Sex Love Sounds. Yeah, yeah. I think Old that's peak up. Justin. And that's one of the best albums I've heard in a like 
30 yeah, years, just, actually. Justin used to be so good. He did. He did. Even Justified was a bop. Yeah, but mm. Future Sex, that's where I think he peaked there. Yeah, and so now, I don't know. Okay, and so for my songs of the week, I wanted to do, since it's the, you know, season finale <laughs> and we're in Tema and I hope TM is always Woo-hoo. in the building, yeah. I decided to do a Tema All-Stars music selection. Oh, nice. This, week. Yes. this is good. This is so good. I have two songs here. The first one is by B for Bona featuring okay. Sarko Dia. Mm-hmm. And it's called Osofo Meko. And I actually like mm. the theme because Osofo Meko basically means fake prophet. And oh. they're calling out all the fake prophets and things like that, which I think is a very timely message yep. because, my goodness, they're out of control. Oh. The, apparently, sorry. Apparently, they said Super Odi's own was also prophesied. Somebody also prophesied. The that. man was born in 1935. <laughs> so if he's lived this long, it's okay. <sighs> I mean, can, nobody can die natural. Nobody can die of accidents. Nobody. Can, everything has. I mean, at what age? Which one is an appropriate death? You died a hundred. Come on. I don't know. Anyway, let's sorry. let me know. Let me know. Sorry. Get sorry. on that. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's called Osofo Meko B for Bona featuring Sarkodie, yeah, and it was produced by a Tema producer as well, Zodiac Zodi. Hey Zodi, okay. that's Hello. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Bona is one of my booze as well. So Bona came. He had a. I think last year, 2017, was his breakthrough. He had a big song with Dear God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remix even features Sarkodie, and then he had another song called Higher. Um, he has a song called My Girl with King Promise. Mm-hmm. He just released another song called Adumbi with Yapuno, who is another well-known Tema oh, Tema, artist. Yeah, 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 so TM, TM. <laughs> so go check it out. B for Bona featuring Sakodia needs no introduction. Yeah, here. like really. I like think really. you everybody kind of knows who Sakodia is at this point. So yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's and it's, this is a Tema hip hop thing as well Mm -hmm. this is these are both both songs here are kind of in the afro hip-hop genre Mm -hmm. if you will so that's the first one the second song is called anthem and it's by quasi arthur Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) shout out to quasi arthur as well who had a big year last year um with his song called grind day Mm And the Grind Day remix actually also features Sakodia. Oh, wow. It's on everything. <laughs> yes, and um, Medical. But yeah, he had a huge song and he released his EP called Live from Nkrumah Chrome. Mm-hmm. And it had that song. Another another one of the very popular songs off of that EP was called Devil Knocking. Okay. And now he has um, a new single called Anthem. And it has more like a, it has a bit of a dancehall vibe in there. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Chrissy Arthur is one of the both these guys, both Bona and Chrissy Arthur are like really impressive young talents. I've known them f- both for a while. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud, very excited to see where they're going. I'm like this, I'm like this overbearing mom when it comes to them. <laughs> and they're like, okay, calm down. But I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so yeah, please check, please check both of them out. And that's me for this week. TM signing out. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what the f? It's good that okay. Anyway, so so what the f? Um, so I was reading around and I found out something, something on anti Valentine. The, the, the heading was anti Valentine something. So some creative folks have come up with insoles that let you walk all over your ex. So um, what they do is that in order they they say to get back at your ex or unrequited love um, or the heartbreakers or what or whatever and to symbolically walk all over them, you send a picture to them, they print it on insoles, you put them in your shoes, oh. 
I know that how petty is that. I mean, if you're going to that extent, that means you have, he's you on your mind exactly, every like, why minute would you spend, of every day. Like, why would you, you want to? If you hate him, why do you want to see his face anywhere, That's much less thing. on your feet? Or so yeah, it's a way of overcoming all the all the hurt. And but I think it's just people are people are always trying to find a way to commercialize things. So they're exactly. they're gonna spend your money at the end of the day. You know, it's it's so unnecessary. <laughs> but then they do say that the inspiration is from some Egyptian culture, where it's believed that a symbol of of your enemies in in your shoes demeans your enemy and sort of media media it. media every day they bring in Egyptian culture I know but I thought it was some not even true you know oh you know it's not even true <laughs> so th- that's my what the f- keeping it really short I think it's a waste of time there are other ways of getting and over a waste your of ex. money yeah like really like in your shoes over and him then, by like getting over him you know, don't like put his walking. picture in your feet and then wa- so like, if you take off your shoes in someone's house how are you going to explain uh, the fact that it's just bizarre and where weird, is coffee in your shoes very 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 bizarre and I think and that's that's my what the f keeping it short <laughs> okay so we've already heard what my what the f is mm. and so i'm gonna try and fill in some blanks here so yeah this took place the whole incident took place in makurdi in benue state nigeria mm. and um yeah so it came out that the headline was mysterious snake allegedly <laughs> swallows 36 million naira at the jam office which eddie already said was mm. equivalent to about a hundred thousand dollars and so what actually happened is they were doing their um, auditing. Yeah. And then they realized there was this huge amount of money missing. Say, and yeah. then they called this girl. Her name is Philomena Chiesti or something like that. And, you know, they were asking her to explain this discrepancy. And then, you know, they kept on interrogating her. And she was like, she didn't steal the money. She never took it. Then finally, she was like, actually... Her house help connived with another staff member called Joan Asen to, quote, spiritually steal the money. Money, And they did this (laughs) by conjuring up a spiritual snake who would go into the vault at night and swallow the money and come out. Story time. I mean, (laughs) I mean, that she could stand there and say it with a bold face. Because she thought somebody might believe her. That's the thing. Yeah. So anyway, right now, as Eddie said, the Nigerian snake has an account on Twitter <laughs> and he's going in like, <laughs> so someone asked him, <laughs> so what's, what's, what is he going to use the 36 million naira for? And he said, first of all, he used part of it to buy the guy a new hairline. Oh, what is that? He's been going in and he's been showing that... He, I mean, he had, he gave us pictures of his Valentine's Day with his snake bay and everything. <laughs> she got Gucci, okay? She got what? Gucci <laughs> for her Valentine's Day. And then someone else said, uh, so, because the account has about 9,000 followers mm, at this point. So somebody was like, yeah. watch in about a week, they'll change the name of the Twitter page and it will be a PR promo, one of those yeah. promo account pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the snake account quoted the guy and was like, so after I spend the 36 million, you expect me to return to the bush? <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to go back to the bush? Mm, no. So, yeah, I mean, it's just... So, of course, people have been lamenting the state of affairs in Nigeria, that mm. this is where we are. Ah, yeah. And, of course, this Senator Sani didn't help things any by all, storming no, in no, there no. to give some, you know, soapbox speech, which was all nonsense and just him trying to make... I don't know how he assumed he'd make himself look good by like, really? appearing there with anti-snake venom saying we're here to 
catch the snake or whatever. And, and this has made international news. Yes. Like, it's, it's, it have to be? Like, do we really have to go there? Mm-hmm. And then the final word from that story, the last headline I read is that they said, mm-hmm. the public relations officer at JAM vows to arrest and prosecute the money-stealing snake. He says, we won't spare any snake Can you in this vault. I'm like... Are you uh, so? Are you saying you also believe, believe this? this. That's mm. the official position. You all agree that it is a snake. Like anyway, I'm so Nigeria guys, guys, you guys. I mean, at one point, I mean, we've got Nigerian bobsled team making history mm. at the Olympics, and on the other hand, you you've got a headline oh. running for days about a snake stealing a hundred thousand dollars, and people are literally like, "Well, it's a spiritual snake, so you never know." I'm can you imagine? On. Like, come on, this is. A spiritual snake stole physical money. So where is the physical money? You know? Oh, it's a shame, really. And we, we can do better than that. And Ghana is slowly heading this way. Of course. Slowly. This easily happen here. Mm, Every easy. day it's a witch, it's a demon, it's a wizard, it's a what, mm. it's a it's a curse, it's yeah. a what, what, what. Yeah. Very soon. Very soon. And that's how people, I always say that's how people become irresponsible. As soon as you attribute your the things you do to other things, you're making people irresponsible. Yes. Because they can easily say, oh, it wasn't me. It was the snake. It was the yam. It was it my was grandmother. This one. Yeah. You know, you don't, we, we, should, we need to stop doing that. Hmm. Hmm? Irresponsible people. So anyway, that's my word there. Okay. <laughs> so in my two persons today, I want to talk about grudge meisters and forgiveness. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I know there are many of us who hold on to things that people have done to us so you've got people I mean is this my sub maybe no because I'm a Scorpio we don't (laughs) don't, yeah we don't let you slide so then we've got people who are holding grudges for 10 years You know, there are other people who are holding grudges on behalf of other people, <laughs> you know. And my two persons on this on this is that it can make you a better person. It can just make you, um, rad- I feel, radiate like negative energies because you're holding on to something so that much I... So negativity f- Yeah, yourself. like I feel you should, you, should have, you should have let go. And usually by the, by the reaction of the person, you can tell that they're still holding on to these kind of things. And this sort of woe is me um, expending so much energy on something that you really shouldn't shouldn't be. I mean, I've been there before, and I can only say that it it makes you it makes you ill. Like it makes your soul ill. You keep like thinking about these things, and it, it keeps you from doing so many other things. So having said all of that, I think there's a way to 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 help all these grudge meisters. <laughs> and that way I think is forgiveness. I think forgiveness is a powerful thing, it's a powerful tool. And it doesn't make you as weak as people would like to think. I think in the first instance, forgiveness is really for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not for the other person. It will make you know, that, you know what, this has happened to me. I've let go of this thing. Whatever is going on with the other person, it's okay. Nobody is saying that you should actually forget. I, I don't forget. I never forget. I'll forgive you, mm-hmm. but I won't forget. But then it's just a good way of of letting go. And I'm not, to, I'm not talking about forgiving in a sense of, oh, my abusive girlfriend has, has done me wrong, so I'm running back to her. No. It's forgiveness in the sense of, you know what, you did this really horrible thing to me. I've forgiven you, but then that's I'll it. I'll learn yeah. from the experience. Ex- experience, and exactly. Forward. And then let mm-hmm. you let go. So having said all that, if there's anything you can take away today is, if there's somebody in your life today that you're still holding a grudge against, if it's like more than 
I don't know, two years or even more than, more than a year. Just try, put it, have it in your heart, forgive that person and move on with your life. And you're going to realize how much lighter you're going to feel, mm. you know. So that is my two That's lovely. Words. It's wonderful. And I actually, it is my low-key self. Is I'm it? it. Because <laughs> I have a really bad temper. Mm. <laughs> so, and I'm one of those people like... I'm always irritable. That one day, mm. it's like a standard. Like, mm. I'm irritated every minute. But actual anger, it mm. takes a lot, lot for me mm. to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know that once I get there, mm. all bets are off. So okay. I give you multiple opportunities right. to correct your behavior before mm-hmm. we reach that point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and once I'm there I have a very hard time like right. I have no chill at all <laughs> and I have learned over time that exactly what you said mm. it takes a lot of energy out, you, out of you it does though it does it actually makes you tired mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to maintain a level of anger yeah, or get, hatred yeah. or bitterness and requires for somebody who might have moved on effort and half the time <laughs> You'll find that they don't even remember that is the thing. what it is that they did or they don't care or whatever it is. So it's like a one-sided, you are just at home thinking about them every day. How how could he? And they're somewhere eating ice cream. That's the thing. So the easiest thing to do is just to purge yourself of mm-hmm. those emotions. Now, again, because I'm a petty patty, <laughs> you will not go scot-free. Like there's a, and, <laughs> an example, there were these people from Achimota that were so mean to me in mm. school. Like, toward almost, no. to, like they went out of their way to make my That's life horrible. as difficult as possible and so the first time i saw any one of those in mm. their group i was just so mad mm. right and I was just like, you know what? That's ridiculous. It's been how many years? Yes, exactly. So yeah. my new strategy, I won't forgive you. I won't really, but I just dead your existence. Okay. Like, mm. you're dead to me. Like, mm. if you, you say exist. hi or I hate you, whatever you say, I'm just, I look right. It's like you're not there. Now, mm. that's not actually ideal, but I can't bring myself to the point where I'm going to pretend I like you. Mm. But yeah. I just don't have, I don't do anything. I don't pretend, because pretending takes energy as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So no, right no. now, I'm not, hating you actively but also you don't exist like if you were to talk to me i'd just be like mm, did the wind like what was that <laughs> nothing and move on yeah so but you but i i know i can do better than mm. that i can come to a more zen place mm. than that and that's the most ideal and like you said mm. people think people that forgive are weak, weak. and know. i complain all the time how could you let this go like yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it takes more strength to forgive someone and be civil yeah. than it does to just harbor that hate and always react on it and it's a tough thing to do but it is the best thing for you because that negative energy stays in your system Mm -hmm. it really does it does though trust me on this i'm like living proof it stays in there and it trickles out and affects people it's not supposed to affect people that you don't you're just yeah so if you can try and purge it Mm. and get it out and be done and move on with yourself and your life and don't give them that power because mm. you are sort of giving them that power so and i was telling i was ta- i was talking to my mom a while back mm-hmm. and she was i mean i think i just gotten out of a relationship and she was asking me that how come you're so like you're so calm and you're not annoyed and i said what's the use in being annoyed mm. like for what what am I getting annoyed for? I mean, it's it's done. It's over. You grieve. You do whatever. You move on with your life. It's not really. I I don't I don't try to hold on to things that much. It's it's not worth my time. Like the other things to do, other things to 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 focus on. I just can't, because of man matter. Yeah. Like no. I, I can't. So I read this uh, statistic and I kind of tried to follow it. That it mm. says 
you should spend a maximum of 30% mm-hmm. of the duration of your relationship mm-hmm. doing your grieving and your mourning or your whatever okay. it is. Mm. So if you were together for a year, okay, now I'm going to reveal the fact <laughs> that I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> what is 30% of so 12 three, months? Yeah, so three months. Three, three months. months and a bit, yeah. You shouldn't go beyond three months mm. of thinking about oh, wait, this person. It's not three months, is it's it? Not, it's a, wait, 30%, right? I promise you we're very No, I know, right? Here, like, I'm not even thinking. But I... 30% of a... Well... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we're just we're just sounding so dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I don't Anyways, believe it. <laughs> whilst Eddie is doing the calculations, <laughs> I'm just saying... So I actually do that. I give myself a maximum number. If it's like one week, you're just going to grovel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three so months. It's almost under bit, four yeah. months. Because yeah, yeah, it's like exactly. four Pro- times three yeah, is like, twelve. Okay, we know things. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't ever, like, by then you should be done with it. And that's mm. even too long. Like, I take like mm, two weeks and mm. then I'm just like, ah, isn't it over, mm. you know? So try if you need a if you need a calendar you mark it on your calendar or something something that you're you like all right I need to try and heal before yeah. then or something just do something don't let it linger and linger and linger yeah all right so thank you Eddie that's wonderful advice to close the season <laughs> <Yep>. on <laughs> so my two passwords this week is on supporting the Ghanaian arts. And uh, how, I guess the subtitle would be how arts in this country are a labor of love. Mm. All right. So I've spent, uh, since I've been back, I've spent a lot of time, as you know, around a lot of musicians Mm -hmm. and producers and Mm. things like that. And it's taught me, and I I even work with, you know, an artist, Ayat. Hey. Hello, Ayat. One of our faithful. Yeah, no (laughs) fans. He's he's amazing, Ayat, like. Shout out know. to you, Ayat. Like, like really, you hold really, us really, down really, on this really, one, yeah. and I appreciate it. Okay. It is... The music industry in this country does not pay. You have... So you will be an artist. You come to a producer. You don't have any money because mm-hmm. nobody usually has any money for these things. And some of the, some of you who have money, you, you do not want to pay your producers. We'll shade, but no that. shade. We'll get to that. <laughs> shade. There's not even but no shade. Shade, shade and all yeah, shade. Yeah, shade. Yeah, like and more shade. shade. Okay. So you come, you're an up-and-coming artist, okay? You go to a producer and you're like, Tali, can you make a beat for me? Mm. Now, this producer also knows that you don't have anything. And Mm. so he wants to help you out. So he gives you a beat for free. Mm. You go to somebody like our wonderful studio engineer and editor, Seshi. And he'll record it for you for free. He might even have done, because Seshi is an amazing producer as well. He might have done, he might do a beat for you and record you all for free, okay? So now you have this complete song that was made all off of people's, again, labor of love and dedication to the craft and to the arts. And now you have this song. You take it to the radio stations. You either beg them to play Play. it, Mm. even though they're there playing Dreezy for free Mm -hmm. and Migos for free and Nigerian artists for free. When it comes to you, the Ghanaian artist, it's Payola or you bounce, okay? So maybe you have some connect in there that you beg um, to pay for the thing, to, to play the song for you. Or you have to literally go find some money from wherever to pay for a song to be on the air. So you've done this now. Let's say your song gets to the point where it's a hit. 
Now, they ask you to come and perform at shows. You can do about 30, one year of shows and nobody wants to pay you because they said, well, we are giving you a platform to yeah. push your music to a new audience. And this goes on and, and on, on and yeah. on and on. Most of the artists you see are really struggling to make it because there are no income streams. We don't do royalties. So the radios will be playing your song, phone companies will be using your music, everything. There's no royalty system. So you never get money trickling back. YouTube views might not, can't do anything. And But yet they do it and they keep on doing it, knowing that most mm -hmm. of them will never be Sarkodie or exactly. yeah. who, you know, EL or Fuse or whatever it is. And they keep doing it anyway. And it's because they love what they, they do. They do, yeah. That's the thing. And they're dedicated to it. And Ghanaian artists and creatives have managed to produce some amazing, whether it's music or film or... I was actually on a TV show this year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, produ created, produced, everything by... Please my go watch it. It's called The Love the Love Show? Yes, The Love Is Show. <laughs> the Love Is Show. Produced <laughs> by Agnes. Hi, Agnes. <laughs> and... I asked her, I was like, how did you get this going? And she's like, she saved her income mm. for about three or four years in order to put this thing together. Mm. And when she was doing it, there was no guarantee that she would have ever made her money back. back yeah. And I was just like, wow. So the whole thing is built on people's sweat and tears. It's not really no support. And like, there's mm. no support. There's no label system, really. All these labels that you hear, this label, that label, is just one dude with a bit of money who is going to invest in you. Mm. Again, and the video, music videos, have to, they cost a lot of money. money. Yeah. Now, even there, you have some people that are there shooting videos for free for other people just to get them out there. Yep. But a lot of the time, they'll charge you 10000 20000 whatever it is. And so you do that, you've got your makeup budget, clothing budget, blah, blah, blah. And they'll come and say, okay, now that your song is out, come and perform here for free. Come and perform oh, there yeah, for free. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. charge ticket um, entry fees at the gate. So I guess all that to say that I would really, really appreciate, and even our show here has <laughs> taught me, like, you know, we put money into this and yeah. get nothing out. out of it, yeah, we don't. Seshi records us for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, we our artwork, we got it for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we've got editing for free. We get so many things for free, but even still, they're things that we, we have, have to, to pay, pay for. for. Yeah. And we're all we're still sitting here with it, not with no expectation of getting anything back. And we do it because we love it. So thing. anyway, my all that to in a nutshell, it's actually that was not a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> More like a coconut. <laughs> That was a lot of talking, talking about some nutshell, the nerve of me. So all this to say, my final point, I would really, really appreciate it if people would support the arts That's, in yeah, Ghana, support yeah. the music, support the, I mean, I, I'm, I'm loath to say films because half of them are hot garbage. But even then... I recognize the hustle. A lot of effort went into that into garbage, it, yeah. unfortunately or fortunately. Mm. And but my I guess mine would be especially the music or even photographers or yeah. painters too. They paint and paint and paint and paint and everyone oh just give it to me, let me use it yeah, or, for free. For free mm. or photography, you see that some campaign has used your picture without, yeah, without asking asking, you, yeah. without giving you credit, without paying for it. Nothing like that. Yeah. So if you can 
buy the songs. Don't download them for free <laughs> if you can. One dollar here or one CD there or whatever. Yeah. Because they could really, really use the help. And let's just be so even if all your support can be is in the form of, you know, you heard it and it was great and you put it on your timeline. Wow, I really like yeah, this song. You Help somebody need... else to discover exactly. the people you that you don't know who's what yeah, exactly. who's seen As this. I say, my future, whatever may be on your, your timeline. timeline. <laughs> exactly. That's what people say. <laughs> A popular yeah. Twitter, you know. And Twitter is great for exposure and all those things. Exactly. So if you can't help Social help media, whether it's your Instagram yeah, or that's you the know? you even WhatsApp your friends. Hey, check this song out. Maybe your friend will buy it on iTunes, will mm. buy the album. Yeah. what have you because they really they put everything into this some of them get thrown out of their homes because they tell their parents I want to go and rap and mm-hmm. they're like excuse me what rubbish yeah. if you continue along that path you leave my house That's and they the do yeah. because they really really love it and they really want and people get to enjoy it all the time Ghana has gone global based on our music and stuff and half the people that made that happen are literally hungry and it's not right it's not so fair. it it's isn't not fair. fair at all hmm. so that's my two passwords please support the creative art industry in Ghana yes, and everywhere else but some people are doing a much better job at it True. getting in <laughs> here we're really lagging behind so yeah. that's my two passwords nice 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 <laughs> okay alright so we're at the end so yeah. do you have shout outs um, yeah today is to, I mean today we're recording today today is Lenny Briscoe's birthday oh so confession I'm gonna do it do it do it do it do I it. have a you guys don't know who that is but I have a stupendous crush on this <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's gone down considerably because that is a family man so I'm just like ooh check yourself <laughs> yes beard ganging and all uh, hey Lenny happy birthday hello Lenny that's my cousin Lenny is my cousin for yes. those of you who Ghana don't know. cousin I know Ghana, uh, Ghana cousin exactly so happy birthday to you happy birthday Lenny yeah. Uh, any other shout out? No, not today actually. Okay. Surprisingly, no. <laughs> <laughs> what surprisingly? Half the time you're like, mm, do I? I know. Sh- like I don't really think of it. And then when I get here, I'm like, Whoa, do I need to shout out somebody? You know? Yeah. So okay. So my shout outs, um, I guess, kind of follow the theme of my two passwords, and I would like to acknowledge everybody who helped make the show possible oh, yeah, so the first nice. person i want to acknowledge is seshi seshi seshi's aka I love seshi's you. on it <laughs> seshi's on exactly it. that is eddie's brother <laughs> he's and my here. <laughs> lifelong friend yes. and he's our editor and our sound engineer he also owns ds media studios where we record he's an amazing producer as well and an amazing brother and an amazing <laughs> brother as well yes and so <laughs> I we couldn't do this without no, him honestly, at all. Honestly, like there's just no way. So thank you so much, Seshi. The next person I would like to thank is Kimo Sabe, mm-hmm. who did our as I said, he did our artwork for oh, us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a hookup. Thank you, Kimo Sabe. Thank Check you. him out. He's on on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter as Kimo Sabe. Mm-hmm. Hit him up for your artwork. What did I say earlier? Please pay for it if you can. <laughs> yes, please. Right. Um, I would also like to thank my brother, Andre. Hey, Andre. For finessing our artwork <laughs> yeah. as well. Both are Yes, both are like, you know, standard logo. And also he's responsible for our Christmas special yes, cover art. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Andre. I'd like to thank Stephen O.T. Wood, who... If you follow us oh, on Twitter yeah. or Facebook, you know that he laid down the guitar yes, for amazing. our opening theme. And as I see, he actually won a Grammy <laughs> for his work on Divide with Ed Sheeran yes. and Kill Beats as well. So amazing, guys. thank you for and 
Seshi co-produced that. So yes. thank you to Seshi and O.T. Wood for our opening theme music. Yeah. And then finally, Eddie, I have oh to thank my you. Oh my God, because so emotional. this would not be possible at all oh, without you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being on the same wavelength as oh, me at I love the you, perfect bro. time and for <laughs> motivating me oh. to do this, giving me the extra push, the extra oh, confidence welcome. Oh my to God. do this. And it's. It's better, it's just nice not having to do it alone. I don't yeah, think I'd have no. been quite there if I'd had to do this alone. So I love you. Thank you. This has been thank one you. of my bucket list items crossed yeah, off I know, this podcast. I, know, me too. I don't know. I think it means more to me than it probably means to anyone out there. Honestly, like we yeah. listen to this thing ourselves and be like, ha, ha. I'm always laughing. Honestly, anytime I hear uh, edits, I'm always smiling because I think we're so funny. <laughs> I don't know. So I hope that you have and you considered this having been a worthy investment of 13 hours of your time yes you know you are the final person i have to thank why owe you out there because Absolutely. again as they say if it, one of you know how that saying goes if a tree falls in the woods mm. and there's no one there to hear it did it make a sound so, mm. if a podcast is created <laughs> and no one is there to listen is it a podcast <laughs> or are you just talking to yourself you get me so thank you for being the ears out there yeah. um and um, spreading the news to the world and all that. I don't know what I'm saying. We I'm just really, really happy. Yeah. And um, I know there's, sound, there's a sense of finality in all this. Mm. But no, we are coming, coming back. back. I'm just saying back. in the meantime, thank you so much. And uh, that's me. Peaches out. Thank you. And Eddie out. All right. Bye. bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.